Hey everybody, it's your girl Kim Douglas, and I am here with Brianna Taylor. Hey everybody, what's going on? We are here to talk to you about, um, we're going to pick up where we left off with mm-hmm. speaking to our little selves. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk to the little teen or the young yeah. teen, like what would you have said to her or what would you say? to her and um before we get started i want to read our beauty quote today and it's from emily dickerson who's an american poet she said beauty is not caused it is Mm. beauty is not caused it is so it's not something you have to work for it's not something that uh, it's just, it, it just is. It is. It is it what is. it is. Right? It is what it is. And you take me or leave me. That's like <laughs> It doesn't need any additions or any subtractions. It no. just is. Beauty I just like that. is. I like that. And, and it would be great if we all just accept the is. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of us have uh, trouble accepting that it is. Mm, part. I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's why I need to talk to this little teen, Kim. And, Let's um, get to it. <laughs> what does teenage Kim need to hear you from know adult what? I Kim? I would tell teenage Kim, and you know the we talked to the little Kim, and I told her that the man wasn't laughing at her; mm-hmm. he was smiling with her. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I didn't state was the fact that I was doing that whole. It wasn't a reading. It was reciting mm-hmm. by heart from memory. I didn't even have paper. And I realized oh, wow. how much I was reciting. And I guess the fact that he was smiling, I took it as laughing at me. And I started to cry. And that just changed. I wasn't going to be in front of anybody else doing anything. So <laughs> My crazy. little self-esteem went garbage trash so that just changed my life and probably affected this little teen Kim Mm -hmm. that I would say to her stay focused stay focused boys will always be there boys will always be there I was a teen that was swimming on a team a swim team Um, Junior Olympics, I ran track. I was on the number one track team in my um, county. Voice, I was finding my voice starting to really sing. Mm -hmm. And I was taking piano lessons. So music was a big part of my life. Right. And I just think if Kim had stayed focused, teen Kim had really stayed focused and not let the boys distract her, like, girl, you would have been in a whole different place right now. Right. I believe. And I just think that when you're a part of teams and that discipline and that structure, when you're striving to stay focused like that, build so much character mm-hmm. in an individual, 
not that I don't have character, but that level of constant, consistent work ethic. Mm, that's key. That why every morning I get up um, would have just been stronger and more right. solid. Would have been right. more solid. And I think it would have changed the whole trajectory of my of adulthood. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. You know? Mm-hmm. And and that's what I would have. That's what I would have told her, and hope she would have listened. <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's the key right there. <laughs> if she, she, she had listened, she really loved. She loved I the mean, boys. Yeah, that's you mostly know? what teenagers, teenage girls, you know, once you get yeah, to that she stage, she loved them for validation. And that's it, right? Most of us girls who went through those yeah. teenage years, we just wanted to be validated in who we were. Versus just being assured that we were who we needed to be at that point in time. Um, I don't think I struggled in that area so much because my mom just really drilled into me. You're going to be somebody. You need to just focus. So <laughs> for I didn't get to the boy crazy until like probably like early college, end of high school, college. Um, but what I would tell my teenage self is perfectionism does not exist. And practice doesn't make perfect. It makes progress. Mm. Um, and had I had had that understanding early on, I think some of the anxiety that I deal with even today wouldn't exist. Um, I think that some of the people pleasing that I do wouldn't exist because I would just mm. be so concerned about just showing up every day and knowing that pr- progress was occurring and not being so worried about, oh, it wasn't good enough or I'm I'm not pretty enough or I, you know, I didn't make that layup or I'm not the fastest on the team. I was always worried about being the best in okay. every situation that um, I couldn't really appreciate, like my starting point and how I was going, the progression of it all. I wasn't I didn't see like, oh, even though you're not the best, you're better than what you were. And so I think what I would want my teenage self to focus on is um, worrying about being your best self, not better than somebody else. Uh, And if I had known that, I wouldn't have compared myself to the girls who had boyfriends at certain ages or prom dates or who was smaller than me or who played basketball, who got a scholarship. And I did like. All that stuff well, we would have just been. That. I mean, we do. Completely it's just that out whole comparison game. Mm-hmm. That comparison game. Um, you know, I always go back to my Jonathan McReynolds song, Comparison Kills, because it kills so many dreams. It mm-hmm. kills so many individuals um, of things that they could have because you keep looking at other people and not Mm -hmm. looking at what you already have. One of the things, other things that I think that I would um, say to teen Kim is smile. I was very attitudinal as a teen. (laughs) I was, it was like, I was just angry at the world and I had this attitude. And when I think about it now, I'm trying to figure out, why I had such an attitude. And mm-hmm. I think most of it was because I wasn't getting what I wanted. So it was more mm. like little tantrums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And instead of just being grateful for the things that I had, because not realizing I had a whole lot more than, than a lot, a lot of, of my peers. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it or recognize it then. 
Mm-hmm. And I think had I recognized it and sat back and smiled and just enjoyed life mm-hmm. and have fun, I was too busy trying to be a grown up. And it's like, and, and having to deal with grown up situations right? that I didn't need to. I really didn't need to. Why? To Why do you think you want to be a grown up so soon? You know, I think it comes back from, you know, even me being a little girl, like I had stated before that I carried this responsibility of taking care of my sister and brother. And I felt like I was their parent at times, mm-hmm. not, um, not, not even being told by my parents, you know, <laughs> they would just say, watch your sister and your brother. But you took and it very I took seriously. it to another whole level. Like these right. are my kids, y'all cut up. <laughs> right. Then you're gonna get in trouble. Right. And then you're gonna get me in trouble. Exactly. So I just felt that responsibility. Like, you know, you get in trouble, everybody's gonna get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna get in trouble. I don't like getting in trouble. So I'm gonna need you all to do this. Right. And to me, that's that's pressure. Mm-hmm. You know. I I needed to perform well. I I had to get straight A's or at least honor roll every year. I think there was only one year or, or not one year, but quarterly because we had quarter one quarter that I didn't make the honor roll. Oh, wow. Because it was just that performance, 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 validation, validation, validation yeah. that I couldn't be me. Mm. And it, so it's taken adulthood to find out just simply who me is. Ooh, that's a word right there. Um, Cause I feel like I struggled with that in the same breath. Um, I think I had a lot of pressure put on me because I was an only girl. And then, you know, my mom grew up very rough, like being molested and, having kids early and she was just so fearful of me repeating that and so she was very rough on me to an extent like you are going to be better than me she even said she said that to me when i was born like she spoke word a word over me before when i was born and um she always reminded me of that and i and i just held my mom to a high regard and i just wanted to make my parents proud and i remember telling her once i got like probably junior and senior year and then even into college and i was just like there's so much pressure mom like to where I feel like you hold me on this pedestal and even people around you don't like me because you hold me to such mm-hmm. high esteem and they know that I'm not all of that. And I know that I'm not wow. all of that. And even though that you're my mom, you're supposed to uh, think highly of me. It's still rough because wh- when I mess up, it's like a huge disappointment for me because now I'm proving everybody else wrong and it's making you look bad, which in turn uh, makes me feel so much worse than what I already feel. And she right. was like, well, I never, you know, I never knew that. But that I was like, yeah. Sense. So holding people to this high standard too is uh, being held to this high standard. Of, yeah. Oh, she's a good girl. She goes to church. She does this well. And then the moment I mess up, I just feel like all eyes are on me just waiting for me to mess up and ready to judge, you know? So that was a yeah. big thing that I, mean, that I dealt was, with too. Um, I, I think that that may be a part of every teen, even if you're listening, young mm-hmm. lady. Um, that we go through and parents, if you're listening, um, try to be a little bit more gentle. Yeah. And I'm sure some of you have gone through the same 
things with your um, with yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have daughters, because I'm just thinking about what you said. And I had to perform well in all of these things as a swimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some high rankings because breaststroke was my stroke, mm-hmm. you know, um, so that when you're going into these swim meets and especially a lot of black girls were not swimming. Yeah. Um, and so we, I had a lot of competition, which was white girls. Mm-hmm. And I would go into some of these cities, especially in the winter. I swam during the winter as well. And these swim meets would be in Montgomery County, which is affluent whites. Oh, and so it's so pressurous. It's so much pressure because they see you all of a sudden. They're like, mm, mm-hmm. what's she going to do? You right. Know? <laughs> right, right, right. She coming from the D.C. side, you know, um, and I'd have to go in there and I have to perform even harder. And there were times I would beat them so bad just because, just because, right. you know. Because you knew that they were I thinking about to. that. Yeah. And then, um, you know, running and music and it's just, these are like high performance, high level types of um, activities that you're doing. And sometimes I was just tired. Ooh, I would just be tired. But how do you sit back and tell your parents, I'm tired. I need a break. Yeah. I need a break. Um, Performing every weekend in high school with the band, having practice after school and maintaining schoolwork. Right. It's just high level performance on a whole nother level all the time. Absolutely. That's like, where was my rest? And maybe that's why I frowned a lot because maybe I was tired. You know? See, I was the opposite. I was always smiling, but I was dying on the inside. And I can't tell you how many people that I meet and they're like, Brie, you're so calm. Like, even when people are yelling at you, you're so calm. I said, do you know I'm cussing this person out in my head? Like, I'm getting ready to really, really trip right now. But they're like, you carry it. So, and I'm smiling and stuff like that. And they don't realize, but that's a habit that I've learned over time. Like when pressure kicks in, you just like, saw and you push through it and I think that can do a lot of damage to you too when you feel like you don't have the right to say that you're too tired the right, right. to say that this weight is too heavy the right to say you know what I just don't want to do this you know what I'm saying like girl what you mean you too tired oh you know, black, you know black parents be okay. like you, you're too young to be tired what do y'all mean yeah, I'm, like, I'm tired are you serious like right I'm coming this is not easy it might look easy Cause I make it to look because easy. Because I'm making it look easy, but uh, excuse me. Thank you. It's only 24 excuse hours in a day. Me. Eight of those hours I have to sleep. Another six I'm at school. Where right. are the rest of those hours? And the, then the rehearsals and practices and Man. you know, come on. I, weekends come. You try to have a little day of play, <laughs> but no, you got to catch up on something. Have, that's when you'd have your track meets or your swim meets or your mm-hmm. choir rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Or the band would be performing. So it there was no day off because then Sundays you're either on the usher board, ushering or singing <laughs> right. in the choir. What? Right. And then preparing, washing clothes and all this for the, you know, for the school week. So it's just like, and I know parents deal with that too, because they, they yeah. also have to prepare for their week. But it's like, if you know that as an adult, can you imagine what your child is going through? And I'm sitting here thinking about it now and I'm getting tired. Like, did, and, wow, were you really doing that? And so maybe that's why I am who I am today and it's hard sometimes for me to sit down because I've just you so used to always going. have been 
mechanical like this. Mm-hmm. And it's really mechanical. Absolutely. It's really mechanical. And it's and, to the point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Um, it, I agree with that. And it's to the point where I'm trying to get down to the to the point where I'm saying, okay, what do I enjoy? Because I'm doing everything that I have to do because I'm so used to doing that. But what now that I'm at this age and this stage of life, what do I enjoy? Because I want to be balanced out. I want to do mm-hmm. the stuff effectively that I have to do. And there's, you know, there's no way around it. But I also want to include the things that I actually like to do. So there's some balance to my life. So I don't get burned out. So I don't have those days where I'm just stuck on the couch and don't care and don't want to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because none of that is effective. So. Yeah. Um, it, it's rough. Lil' Kim. I mean, Teen Kim. <laughs> <laughs> girl. Girl, girl, girl. You, I wouldn't say you had it rough, but wow, mm-hmm. you um, you're pretty the busy there. <laughs> um, but again, I wish you would enjoy your life and smile through it all, even the tough times, mm-hmm. because there was a lot that you went through, but you went through it. Mm-hmm. You know, you went through it. But I could only imagine had the boys not gotten in the way of things. I really wondered, like, would she have gone on to be in the Olympics? Because wow. that was like all she ever thought about mm-hmm. was swimming. And then wow. came music. I don't know. I don't know. I like who I am now. So, you know. And so I life still, works out how it's supposed yeah, to. You know, right. I still carry um, some of her um, with you tenacity, I think, and, and stick-to-itiveness. Mm-hmm. Even though she wasn't quite focused all the time, she stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And she stayed with it until she just didn't do it anymore. Right. And yeah. really, the only thing she's not doing is really swimming and running track. Right. The music won overall. Right. It'll and always be there. there. That's right. going to always be there. Right. Just like the the swimming and stuff, too, will always be there. I'm sure you, you go swimming and it gets you back in that, yeah. like, oh, my, I haven't done this in a long time. And you get your stroke and you start feeling like how you did when you were back there. Same with yeah. me. Whenever I do get out there and play basketball, I'm like, this is something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So... Team Brianna, um, girl, um, <laughs> I will say that Tennessee has never left that, um, desire to want to be my best, to want to be your best is still there. Um, I would just say like, even now take a chill pill. Like everything is not that serious. You can fail forward. It's okay. Nobody is judging you like you think they are. Nobody's even worried about you as much as you think they are. Um, And just keep showing up and keep being you. And then people that want you around will stick around. The people that don't, they won't. And it won't affect you as much as you think it will. So, You know what else I find funny with the team, Kim, is that um, one boy that ended up taking up a lot of her attention Mm -hmm. is now... um, Adult Kim's husband. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Not even realizing then um, that he was going to come that back. That that was going to happen uh, because we were even done. And somehow he came back into the picture. So that. Um, so he need all that time in the first place. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he had plenty of time. Lord. Man. You took up all my time in high school and then, but then if he didn't, I wouldn't have known him. And so, you know, when he came back, mm-hmm. who knows? Exactly. Exactly. Things who work out the way they're supposed to. how things work. Right. They work so crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's us talking to our teen selves. So everybody, you know, I think ladies, you should take some time to write a letter to your little self, write a letter to your teen self and um, read it out loud to her. Right. Go look in the uh, mirror. Yeah. And read it. I, I think it's it's fun. It's um, enlightening mm-hmm. because I'm able to see some things that um, help me to be who I am today and things that didn't quite help. You right. Know? But it was still a part of the process mm-hmm. of becoming who I am today. And um, no, we can't go back in time, but we can make sure we don't do certain things again. Mm-hmm. And that we heal from those things. If it's healing that is required. Um, yeah, we can go forgive some things. Mm-hmm. If it's and we can teach. Teach yep. some things that we that we learned along things. the way, so that the younger teens and younger yep. girls don't have to experience what we've experienced because we yep. have the firsthand knowledge of it. So, life is a huge lesson. Uh, ooh, and if you sit quiet enough and listen, there's so much to learn. Mm. So life is a lesson to listen and learn from. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. And we're going to meet you on the next episode where we're going to continue to talk to um, ourselves and see what we come up with. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Follow us on um, Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. All that information is there. Um, Go to our website. Make a donation to our young girls, to our foundation, so we continue to do the work that we do with them and for them. And that's www.beautifulIam.org. So um, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next time. So be you, be wonderful, be unique, be beautiful. Bye, ladies. All right, take care. <laughs>